0: Hello internet and welcome to the podcast. My name's Noelle. And my name's Nalia. And we are the Afterthoughts. Yeah we definitely were not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we are two sisters who also happen to be best friends. Join us as we try to navigate our college and post-grad lives. Sounds terrific. what's up everybody and welcome back to the afterthoughts podcast hello second episode of 2022 but first let's do a little bit of a catch-up nalia and i haven't talked all week so nalia what have you (laughs) been up to (laughs) um my life has uh been very chaotic i started school second semester um so that's craziness i have Two eight a.m.s, yikes! And yeah, kind of just getting back into the swing of things. Real busy. What about you? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, just working. Started going back to the office this week after my little COVID break. Um, <laughs> haven't been up to much. I binged Hype House on Netflix. I wouldn't necessarily recommend, <laughs> but. It's a thing that I did. <laughs> you know, I binge watched Twenty Somethings Austin like you told me uh, to, and so it, was it was great. It was. Did you finish so it? That's what you've. I did. I did finish it. Love. It was so good. The it was ending good. Uh, mwah, was great. I hope that they do more cities. I think that would be cool. Yeah that that would be so cool. I agree. That's what I've been doing. Instead of texting me back, you've been going to work. It's quite rude. We won't get into that, but... (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Today, our topic for episode number two is... Drumroll, please. As you can tell by the title, (laughs) (laughs) we are going to talk about the truth behind dating apps. Interesting topic, very interesting. But we wanted to do something fun, kind of juicy of um, for our second <laughs> episode. Um, and we only thought that it was fitting to do dating apps. I mean, let's be real; it's the new wave, you know. Well, not even new; it's it is. like new within the last like ten years. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I mean, everybody is on dating apps. Yeah, literally everyone. Like people don't just meet in person these days. It's it's all on the phone. What I think is like the most interesting part of it is it's not just one group. There's like everyone. When we say everyone, we mean everyone. Everywhere from like 18 to you know, like sixty-five. Yeah. Everyone is literally on them. I feel like that's the fun part of it, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah, you're into, there'll they'll be sure. someone someone out there for you. But I definitely think the biggest group is my age and, like, mm-hmm. college kids, that's the wave that everyone's on right now. <laughs> uh, right. Don't know how I, how I fit into that wave, but uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, getting out of – their house under their parents' roof. They just want to get a little crazy, you know? Yeah, especially I would say in the last years that I've been in college, meeting people in person isn't as much of an option anymore, and it's definitely not as easy. (laughs) So it's like that is how you just meet everyone. Well, not everyone, but how you meet, like, romantic partners. So. That's the life do think, here. Do you think COVID has a lot to do with that? And the fact that, like, in-person things are a little more restricted? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, we don't do the things that you would normally do when you meet people. Like, we don't really even go to class that much. <laughs> so it's um, the options of meeting people are very slim and... You can't meet people as organically as you used to be able to, I guess. But it's also another thing. as You kind of have that screen to hide behind if things like go south, you know? Right. I think it's definitely a generational thing, too. Your age group has always been behind a screen, and that's just how you Mm -hmm. guys communicate and have always communicated since you were young. So I think it just kind of makes sense to kind of move into the dating life. Behind yeah, the screen as well sure. But I think that Each dating app Has its own motive And mm-hmm. especially in college I think that that's very known Like every single dating <laughs> apps, like no They are known one, for yeah. No one is outright saying that This is what each app is for <laughs> But everyone just kind of knows You know the intentions yeah. And the stereotype behind Each one Yes, exactly. 100%. What would you say Tinder would be considered? What's the stereotype of oh, Tinder? That is like the college app to have. I yeah. feel like because Tinder is just hookups. You are not on Tinder to be in an actual relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's – one, I feel it's also the one that has like – the least information about you <laughs> and yeah, especially like, really about just, like your personality and like who you are it's really just your pictures and that's it <laughs> yeah exactly well I've never been on it but that's what it seems like <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I don't dare go down that route that's a little too much too scary for me but I definitely like hookups are definitely what tinder is about you know their name their age that's all you need to know that's true and what sure. do you think the stereotype behind Bumble is? Bumble, I think, can I feel like Bumble is right underneath Tinder in a way where it's you can like still find hookups on there, but mm-hmm. it also can be more of a relationship type, looking for a relationship. Um, right. I think Bumble offers a little more about the person. This is the only one that I have experience on is Bumble. My personal favorite feature on <laughs> Bumble is where you can tell what they're looking for on this app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it says you're looking for a hookup, something casual, a relationship, or it's like, I don't know yet or something like that. I'm just like, what? <laughs> but That's, that's just when they not, don't like, want you're... to admit that they're there for a hookup. That's what that button is exactly. For. Yes, or just like have no intentions of like ever meeting anyone ever. They're just like they're purely for fun, you know. Right. I think but the I, big appeal the- for Bumble is the fact that girls get to message first only. Mm. Yes, which that gives me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like you can't be like too dry and just be like hi because mm-hmm. they're like, what are you gonna say to that? You know. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, like you wouldn't expect a guy to say that to you and like you actually respond. If someone said that to me, would be like, okay, try a little harder, you know? <laughs> right. And I think it, it makes it harder to actually find a connection, I think, when only girls can message first. And mm-hmm. then also the fact that you only have a match for 24 hours, because if you're not constantly on there and checking it, you mm-hmm. will lose the match. Yeah. For sure. And then we have Hinge. What is your opinion on that one? I don't know that much about Hinge. I Mm -hmm. think it definitely. I think it's the most similar to Bumble. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have seen like a lot of TikToks about it, especially recently with like the new like feature where you can talk and make a voice memo on your profile. Um, but it seems just like the most outgoing where you can like really show more of your personality, like as much as you can on the dating site. Where they like have questions you answer and you put like all of your interests and yeah. And they also recommend you like something like fun like a funny photo. It just seems like the most fun. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Hinge was always my favorite dating app. I just think the prompts were really fun. You got to kind of see more of people's personalities. And I think in general, it kind of has more of a relationship. Like I feel like more people are on there looking for relationships than maybe on other apps. Because I think Mm -hmm. Hinge's whole thing, like their branding is we made this app in order to be deleted. Like that's their whole tagline thing. We want you to delete the app. We want you to meet somebody kind of thing that's so cute i didn't know that yeah i have an hypothesis is that mainly for men is that they don't ever just have one of these they always have at least two i think tells a lot about a person if they have bumble and tinder or if they have bumble and a hinge (laughs) like very telling it's very 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 telling that's a really good point Right, so I was talking to this guy that I met on Bumble, and a few weeks later, one of my friends saw him on Tinder, and I was like, mm. "Oh, <laughs> so he's one of those." It really, just like put some perspective on him for me, and that was something I needed, you know. Right, that's true. Two very different types of men. Pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I mean, there's also so many other dating apps, but I feel like those are like the big three, the most popular for sure. Yes, especially around our age, you right. know. There's like Match. dot com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's ones that we obviously the two of us can't really speak to, like Grindr or J Date, mm-hmm. and. Things like that raya that's the yeah. one i think for celebrities uh yeah we definitely can't relate to that one yeah so unfortunately not on that one <laughs> but and i also <laughs> maybe trying farmers uh, only <laughs> literally christiansingles.com um i i follow like a lot of influencers and stuff that talk about raya and the mm-hmm. like the interface of the app you're not allowed to screenshot and if you get if you screenshot you get kicked off the app what let's so... say you're like swiping and you see charlie pooth or something and you screenshot it to like send all your friends then they'll delete your mm-hmm. account oh my gosh so you can't even show your friends their profile all right yeah you have to be invited and all of that yeah. wow very interesting mm-hmm. world <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So that's kind of I think the roundup of all of the different mm-hmm. dating apps. Nilio what yes. is your relationship with dating apps? Are you on them? What's mm-hmm. what's the dealio? It is an on and off relationship, I would say. <laughs> uh, complicated to say the least. Um, I mean, like I'm only a sophomore in high school, so I mean, like legally, I was I've only been allowed <laughs> to have them for you're not, like, you're about, not like, in high school, you're in college. You oh, that's school. what I meant. <laughs> I meant sophomore sophomore in college. So legally, I'm only allowed to have had them for like what two years now. But I didn't actually get on Bumble. Is the only one I've been on. But I got on it like halfway through my freshman year of college. And I was not in the headspace to be in any type of relationship, situationship, or whatever the app would bring to me. Um, (laughs) And, like, sometimes it's just fun, you know? Sometimes you just get lonely. And, like, this would be a good good idea, you know? Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, I can't even believe that I'm on this right now. I need to get off of it immediately. Who am I? Mm -hmm. You know? Did you download it because you just wanted to? Or was it more of like your friends pressuring you into doing it? This was definitely a pressure from my friends, 100%. -hmm. And I think, I mean, that's the most common thing I feel like, especially in college. And all of my best friends were in relationships. And they're just like, "Nalia, you need to do this. You need to go on a date. You need to be in a relationship. And I was like, I mean... What do I have to lose at this point? <laughs> it, it was a little more than I anticipated on losing, but it is what it is. <laughs> but ever since then, I kind of just, you know, when the feeling strikes, I re-download it. But see, this is where the issue comes in. Is every time I, like, delete Bumble, I also delete my account. So every time I re-download Bumble, I have to remake a brand new account what? Wow. and there are sh- there are only so many people within you know this what 50 mile radius of athens so it never fails to like just you rematch with these same people and you're like oh, oh my gosh i've already talked to you before why am i talking to you again <laughs> this is so <laughs> awkward one time i didn't even know it was someone that i had talked to before and he was like hey didn't we match and i was like oh no, I don't I I don't remember you. I don't think that was me. I think that was another another Nelia. And then oh, yeah, also, I'm sure there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a <laughs> pretty common name. Yeah. I think the most awkward thing in the world is matching with someone you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just the worst. it's so bad. And you know, freshman year I lived in a dorm and it was a co-ed dorm. And I just, I, it just got, it just got awkward. You know, at some point you start matching with the same people as your like next door neighbor. And then it's just kind of awkward, you know? Yeah. I think the whole thing with when you see somebody, you know, at least this is what I always did. If you see somebody, you know, on a dating app, you have to swipe right. And then if you match, you have to immediately message them like, oh, ha ha ha, like, Something like that. Because if you don't just address it immediately, it's just awkward. (laughs) But then, what if it's more of an acquaintance than you know them or your friends? That's kind of a weird line. (laughs) Exactly. Or even if you thought they were cute, but you just never, I don't know, talk to them in real life. How do you go about that? I guess you could just say, like, I've seen you around, but I'm not that type of old girl. (laughs) it's it's tough it's, it's complicated it's hard out here yeah <laughs> especially when you've actually talked talked you know like all this i don't know how to explain all this slang that goes <laughs> around talk, this but talk. talked in like <laughs> quotation marks yeah. i guess to someone and then things go south and then you like see them on there and you're to like again. okay now what do i do you know yeah. Like, I've had a situationship with this person before, but is this a left move or is this a right move? <laughs> it's really complicated. And then you swipe left and it's missed, match, And you're like, what? I didn't know. That's what I didn't know. We were on that level. I didn't know. That's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's the worst when you do swipe right. And then they did it. And then it's just, oh, well, <laughs> <well>, that's awkward. <laughs> But so my on and off relationship has not gotten me very far, not going to lie, but you've had a bit more luck than I have with (laughs) dating apps and Bumble specifically. Yeah, so obviously I'm not on dating apps any longer (laughs) because I am in a happy and healthy relationship. (laughs) So I haven't been on dating apps for like two years, but um, I did go to college. And so I do have some solid years of dating apps under my belt. I was on the dating apps all four years of college and then a few months post-grad. So I still feel like I have much to contribute to the conversation (laughs) while I'm not actively using them. I definitely did my time. Was not easy, but I did meet my current boyfriend on Bumble. So it's possible people. (laughs) We love him. King. Shout out, shout out James, if you're listening. Jameson. Probably not, but shout out. He better be. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He probably is. Um but yeah, Bumble success story. Bumble sponsor Herding me here first. <laughs> sponsor me. <laughs> sponsor sponsor Amelia cuz she's single. Sponsor me because I am a Bumble success story. Bumble should just sponsor the Afterthoughts Pod. Yes, I think that's the solution we have like we need here. I Agree. Okay. So, I think it's important for us to talk about how ridiculous and how hard it is out here swiping on these men in Mm -hmm. Georgia it is (laughs) so it is a tough life it is a tough life but I think that personally us growing up in a small conservative southern town have a lot of insight on this (laughs) and what not to look for in these men you know what I mean so true (laughs) <laughs> what would you say is your number one red flag on the a dating app? number one red flag, I would say, if I'm just swiping through the photos and I see a man on a boat holding a fish, it is an immediate <laughs> no for me. <laughs> the amount of fish photos... And, you know, the part of me thinks, the I mean, everybody knows about the fish photos, how on every white guy's profile is him holding a fish. And I think this is because guys don't really take that many photos. And the only time they Mm -hmm. do take a photo is when they catch a big fish. And so they feel like they have to throw it on there because it's like one of the five photos they have of themselves. (laughs) But it's just, it's so bad that's so funny it's so true though and out here at UGA just like it's it's a tough life It it is there's it's so rough. many fish so many so many fish in the sea so many of them not only the fish another photo that was just an immediate no for me is a guy taking a mirror selfie just shirtless mm-hmm. It's just the weirdest flex. It just, I don't, like, you know they were probably doing push-ups five seconds before that photo, and there's no reason for it. It's one thing if it's a beach shot, and they're with their friends, you know, and he's not wearing a shirt. But when you intentionally take a mirror selfie without your shirt on, you're clearly a dick. Clearly. (laughs) Like, no need to read into the bio. Yeah, that's funny. One of mine is kind of similar. Actually, I mean, these kind of contradict each other, but also, like, you have to find the perfect medium in this is one singular photo on your profile. What does that give me? What information (laughs) does that give me? What context? What type of guy does that tell me that you are? You know? And it's never a good photo either. (laughs) Yeah. It's always like a (laughs) selfie I also think it can be a red flag when they have too many or like too many good photos or professional photos in their, on their app. You know, um, when profess- it's, photos, yeah. Yeah, like on top of the parking deck and they're just all from the exact same photo shoot. <laughs> There's different yeah. angles. Ugh. It's just like, okay, well now you're just self-absorbed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is just an, too much. Yeah. This isn't necessarily a red flag photo, but just another photo that is very popular on guys dating apps is a Mm -hmm. photo, a professional photo of them on the dance floor at a wedding. (laughs) There's always, it's like always that certain personality of guy that's like wants to show their fun. So it's them (laughs) drenched in sweat, shirt, half open, their tie wrapped around their head. I've seen so many of those. I can confidently say I have not run right into that what? yet, you but I'm looking forward to it in my future. Oh I my mean, gosh. we're 19. Like, what weddings are we going to right now? I mean, yeah, like, that, that's that's a red flag in itself. <laughs> like, attending if you have, like, multiple eight. weddings, <laughs> yeah. if you have eight groomsmen photos, then maybe it's not. At 19 years old, I think that might be an issue. Right. <laughs> what about red flags and things that aren't photos? So what's a red flag in a bio for you? I think one is when it comes to height. I'm not even a big height person. They don't have to be six foot. I would say I'm taller than the average female. I'm 5'6". So, I mean, I'm not looking for anyone that's 5'4", obviously. But it's just so obvious how short you are when you put two inches or like six inches. Like this isn't yeah. like, like when, this isn't Tinder at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we're not we're not looking for that. We're not asking for that. We, like if you don't want to put your height, just don't put it. Right. I don't understand. And then it's also but if I you're am- over six foot, you have to put that you're over six foot. It has to be yes. known by everyone. <laughs> everyone has to know that you're over six foot. Yes, exactly. What about you? What's your bio red flag? When the bio is just really bad. So either no bio at all or something that's just so stupid. Doesn't show any personality. Probably the most common one is like what is what's the saying? Here for a good time, not a long time, or something like that. Yeah. Like that tells me nothing. Well it does tell me something, but not what I want it to tell me. It's just like when they put zero effort towards their profile at all, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, come on. Another thing, it kind of plays off what you're saying is the most annoying thing when they barely have anything about them, and then their bio is just, "I don't use this that much. Add, add me on Snap," and it has their <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> I hate when people would put their, oh my god, when people would put their Snapchat in their bio. Girls can't just put their Snapchat in their bio because they would get stalked. Mm -hmm. and way too many unsolicited dick pics Yeah, it's just not a and it's just so weird who is going to go out of their way to add you on snapchat just to talk to you Like that's literally why you're here on on this app is to talk to people and if you're not even going to put the effort in to use the app that you signed up for why would I go out (laughs) of my way to use another app (laughs) it just doesn't make any sense to me Zero, zero sense Although the dating app to Snapchat pipeline is very (laughs) strong, I will say. It is. (laughs) It is uncanny, 100%. You got to have that conversation first. Yeah. You learn so, like, in that first conversation before the do you have a Snap text Mm -hmm. is key. It's crucial. (laughs) Agreed.
1: Because if that conversation doesn't go
0: well, no, I don't have a Snapchat. (laughs) Exactly. I don't have any social media, actually. I live underground. (laughs) No, I totally agree. But once the conversation goes well, then the conversation just moves over to Snapchat. And I don't Mm -hmm. know where in society we got to that point, but I think it makes a lot of sense as much as I don't like Snapchat. But I mean, I would rather give someone that I don't know that well and haven't met yet my snapchat opposed to giving them my phone number because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. just a lot deeper I don't know I agree but I also have to say and at least with my age and my experience the snapchat to phone and phone number and text messaging pipeline is como city say not there (laughs) they never transition they just stay on Snapchat forever and I just feel like I'm in middle school you know and then it gets to a certain point where you're like months into this and you're like okay well how do I ask for a phone number at this point and it not be awkward but then I also think Snapchat is the pipeline is so weak because half of the time people aren't even having a conversation it's Mm -hmm. more of snapchatting pictures back and forth like that's not (laughs) what I signed up for (laughs) (laughs) I know I I mean that's one of the million reasons why I hate snapchat and always did especially like post-grad after I was out of college and still on dating apps and the Dating app to Snapchat pipeline was still going on. I am way too old to be Snapchatting men. There is not a man that is going to take me on a date that I'm Snapchatting that I'm like, oh yeah, he's the one. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. I was really into this guy and I went on a few dates with him post grad and I was like, I could not believe he was still in college though. So that's probably why. But I can't just be Snapchatting someone. Like, I am way too old for this. Are you kidding (laughs) me right now? It's embarrassing. (laughs) Like, your 9 to 5 job Snapchatting this boy. Literally. Literally. I cannot believe I'm doing this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that my time on Snapchat is slowly coming to an end. Yeah, slowly I'm really, but surely. I really want to delete it, but I'm on in like a few group texts via Snapchat mm-hmm. just because everybody yeah. big, big group texts, because the whole iPhone versus Android thing. If not everyone has an iPhone, it's kind of a shit show. And so it's just on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. But I also think that Snapchat is great for like your friends and for fun mm-hmm. things and funny like videos and stuff. Me and you, Snapchat. But we just send funny things back, funny pictures, funny videos, pictures of my my dog niece. That's what it's used for, which I feel like that's what Snapchat's intentions were for the app originally. And then from there, it was just yeah. like blown out of proportion. I feel like right. we use Snapchat like it should be used. <laughs> mm-hmm. But men do not. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't think they understand. I don't think they read the terms of Snapchat. No, the terms and up. conditions they didn't read it <laughs> out the window you're supposed to be fun that's what they said <laughs> and they are not fun. yeah exactly <laughs> okay so I want to hear a dating app story from you it could be good could be bad could be both hmm. myself and the audience are dying to know I'm going to warn you now, it's not that interesting. Um, <laughs> so I feel like the only bad experiences I had were freshman year living in a dorm and just matching with the people that lived in my dorm and everyone around me also matching with them. Nothing really came about that, And but the first actual experience I had with, like, a bumble date was actually this year. I went on my first ever bumble date. And Not this year, actually, last year. Oh, you are correct. So <laughs> last year in 2021, <laughs> like two months ago from today, <laughs> I went on my first bumble date. And it actually wasn't bad. We had like talked for a few days, and then he was like, let's go get burritos. It was uh, interesting, to say the least. We both were, like, just getting over the flu. So we were both really sick still and <laughs> coughing. That part was a little weird. And I actually felt so bad because he, like, took me to his favorite restaurant. And when I get sick, I lose all my appetite. So I was like just starting to get my appetite back and he paid for my food because I'd never been there and he was like I don't want you to hate it and I barely ate any of it but it's not because I didn't like it or I wasn't having a good time. It was just because I was sick and didn't have an appetite and I felt so bad and I just took my burrito home. And <laughs> I felt so bad. You're just one of so those bad. girls that just doesn't eat on dates. So yes, full. that's what I that's what I <laughs> felt like, and I was like, I promise, I'm not one of these girls. I am not one of these people. I just <laughs> literally had a hundred and three degree fever two days ago, and I'm oh getting over it. That's but hilarious. honestly, it wasn't bad. We had like good conversation. It was like fun, and um. Yeah, nothing really arose from that, and kind of just stayed there. <laughs> you know, still on that that Snapchat pipeline we were talking about earlier. Uh, doesn't seem like anything's going on, but it happens. Well, I'm That's glad funny. your first date was a good experience, though. Because then you would, pro- yes. if it was a bad, you probably would never go on one ever again. That is very true. I did, however, since then delete the app Bumble. <laughs> try Hinge. I think you should. Hinge. I also think probably more of my type would be on Hinge more than on Tinder than Bumble. I agree. Going with that. back to what they each stand for, I definitely think there's types of people on on each that are meant to be on on right. each. There's a lot less frat boys on Hinge. So they don't <laughs> yes. they just don't want to put the effort in to make the profile. So yeah, the more up you go on the list, the more frat boys are on that dating app. Hinge is at the bottom, then Bumble, and then Tinder. Is yeah. just all of Greek life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. What about you? What is your best dating app story? Oh, man. I mean, I've been on a lot of dates in my day. <laughs> a little more oh, outgoing so, than I you am. Know so it's kind of hard to say I mean I've really been through the ringer like (laughs) I have went on dates with any kind of guy you could possibly imagine Um, yeah so I went on a lot of bad dates nothing well one was very questionable I won't even talk about that one that's just a story for a whole other time (laughs) All you need to know is I showed up to this date and this man had rings on every finger. He was scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> just like very aggressive. I was not there for it. I was like this is just the opposite of what I am into. Um, I agree. So that one was really bad. Another one that I went on was I went on this uh, date and I don't really even know why I went on the date. To be honest, I think I just thought he was really cute. Um, and he was. I'll give him that. <laughs> but he does if, get that point. Yeah, he does get points for that. But looking back on his profile, like after the date, I was like, "There's literally nothing else about this guy that is all at all what I would be into." So I don't even know why I went on the date, but I did. So I met up with him after work. Which, wh- my commute at that time was awful. So the fact that I was even going somewhere after work was just insane, honestly. I was like, already in a bad mood. <laughs> we went to this Mexican restaurant, and we were just going to get Marg's or something. And it, it was fine. And we actually had a decent amount in common because he was from Florida. So we like, had a lot to talk mm-hmm. about on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just like very alpha male and literally refer to himself as an alpha male <gasps> i don't even know what he does i want to say he probably works for like a big four or something like owns an nft probably like probably <laughs> just the equivalent to a terry guy but from mm. i mean he went to i think like fsu or something but very mm. businessy and clearly all he cared about was work because the whole time he was basically on his phone he was doing work He was barely even paying attention to me. And I'm not even the kind of girl that's like, oh, pay attention to me. (laughs) If I could just sit here and be like, what what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. It was just so weird. But yeah, he literally at one point referred to himself as an alpha male. And that was at the point where I was like, what am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah, very weird. And then, so it's the whole time. You would think that he wasn't even interested by the way he was acting because he was on his phone the whole time
1: and Mm -hmm. all that.
0: But then after the date, he was like, oh, I'd love to see you again if you want to come to the Falcons game with me and my friends this weekend. And I was like, bro, I'm not going. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) And so um, I ghosted him. Uh (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I was about to um, ask how you let him down, if you did it yeah. after the date or if you Well he asked me you know, he asked me to go to the Falcons game and stuff with him in person as we were leaving. And so mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, maybe like I'll check my schedule kind of thing. And then I just never responded. But then the funny <gasps> part is about that story is the next week I saw him on Marta on our commute to work. Oh, oh. And I was like <laughs> hiding. Thankfully I looked <laughs> so bad no makeup I had my glasses on my hair was in a bun and so I don't even think he would even recognize me because I looked so bad <laughs> truly um <laughs> oh yeah I saw him and I was like oh my god I cannot believe this is happening um, so yeah that was so something that would happen to you that was one of the bad ones it wasn't the worst but I feel like it was like a good middle ground where it's like it wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me but it wasn't great But I will say my favorite dating app story, which I don't even know if you can... We didn't go on a date, but it's still my favorite story to tell. (laughs) Because it's the best thing to ever come from a dating app. Okay, I can't say that. The best thing to come from a dating app is my current boyfriend. But other than that, (laughs) the best thing to come from a dating app was freshman year of college. And it was Valentine's Day. And... (laughs) Oh no. I guess I was talking to this guy and I really wasn't even interested in him, to be honest. Like, I don't even know why I was talking to
1: him. This is like like the freshman year
0: mindset. Honestly, yeah. I think, and as a side note, I feel like a lot of times my relationship with dating apps was not very good because I wasn't even on it to meet somebody or go on a date or be mm-hmm. in a relationship. It was more for validation, which is really terrible, but that's basically what it was yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? And I think I was yeah. like in that kind of phase. Um, so anyway, there was this guy and he, I never met up with him. I never did anything. And then we were talking a few days before Valentine's day and he was going to leave. He was leaving town, but he wanted to do something with me on Valentine's Day, I guess. But I was busy, oh. or so I said. So I, was like, <laughs> so I couldn't do anything before or anything like that, you know, a few days before, before he left. So he was leaving the morning yeah. of Valentine's Day mm-hmm. to go back home. So I get a, a text the morning of Valentine's Day and was like, I left you something at your dorm. Like he le- <laughs> the dorm? He uh, I guess I told him what dorm I lived in. I can't believe I even told him that. He dropped off <laughs> this massive bag full of presents at the <laughs> dorm. And he just left it at the concierge or whatever and told them my name. He's like he's like, "Yeah, whenever you wake up, you can just come down and tell them your name and they'll give it to you." Oh, my gosh. I, I, I never met this guy in my life. I never met him after this either. This is just like the most bizarre thing to ever happen. You so had this downstairs. man down so bad. He must have been so bored. That's the only thing I could think of. Like. So anyway, I go downstairs and I get this present. I thought it was going to be a bear or something. Something mm-hmm. small and Fox stupid. Fox chocolates. Like no, there was bags. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I like I get the, I get the bag I back to my dorm, and I'm telling my roommate, like, I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> like I don't even know this guy. He just dropped off all this stuff for me. There was so much stuff in these bags: candy and flowers and so much. There was a pack for some reason. I remember there being specifically a pack of Sunny D. I think it was uh, I think it was an inside joke, but I don't remember what the inside joke was. Um, <laughs> But, and he wrote a poem. Oh no, he did not. It was this whole poem. It was handwritten on, I guess, what is it called? The legal pad? The yellow p- line uh-huh. paper. It yeah. was the most cheesy, corny ass poem you will ever hear. <laughs> just, I cannot believe that this man did all this without even knowing me. And then I ended up never even actually meeting him anyway, because I wasn't interested in him, like I mentioned before. <laughs> and for some reason, you would think this might have helped that situation, but it was actually kind of a turnoff because I was like, why are you willing to do all this and you don't even know me? <laughs> How do you write a love poem yeah. about someone you literally have never met? Yeah. That part was just a little too choogy for me. I was like, I feel like all of it was a little too much for me. The presents, it was like, okay. But then the note, I was like, eh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) It's just like so much, I feel like. Yeah. No, it was a very interesting time, but I would say that's one of my best dating app stories, even though it wasn't even a date that I went on. Technically, but yeah, close enough. <laughs> honestly, I give it to honestly, you. Honestly, the best of both worlds. I didn't even have to go on a date, and yeah, I got all that. So, honestly, a flex <laughs> on your part. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> so, as two dating app veterans like ourselves, <laughs> oh, yeah, but I don't know if I would what? call myself that. <laughs> what would be Any advice that you would give to people trying to navigate dating apps? Definitely one, pay attention to the app that you are using. (laughs) Pick the app that has the intentions that you have. So I would say just be very open and honest about what you're looking for and be honest about yourself. Don't lie. Like, that's just going to make things worse. And (laughs) just look out for your future self. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Wow. That's very insightful. What can I say? For my (laughs) one Bumble date, I have gathered a lot of information. (laughs) Never forget, this is off topic, but never forget when our mother was on Bumble and was complaining that no one was messaging her she's like i just don't get it and she was getting so mad i'm like mom that's the point you have to message first women have to message first on this app that's the whole point she's like oh i don't like that i don't like that i'm like okay well maybe you should try a different app yeah maybe you should stick to match.com yeah anyways uh it was fun recapping living in the The glory days of my dating app times (laughs) and my life (laughs) currently. If you remember in the last episode, we said that 2022 is the year that Nelia finds a relationship. So I thought it was fitting that we would cover dating in this (laughs) episode to just give her that little push that she needs to really make that happen maybe hinge is where i find the one you know i think it might be i really do i can help you build your profile well, s- if you want since i'm a professional uh oh okay yeah <laughs> for sure need some insight some professional insight more than happy to help you, need you and james to coach me through it yeah we can definitely <laughs> make that happen <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Yes, it's been a very insightful episode. Be sure to give us five-star rating wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe so you can see our upcoming podcasts, And follow us on TikTok and Instagram at The Afterthoughts Pod. Love to see it. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.